Yesterday, we uh, went through the sugya of combing hair. And the halach is that on a gear to combing hair. Remember, we are discussing at length. Good morning, Chaim. Good morning, Zechariah. We're discussing the sugya of Oikadova Migidulai, Goizes, which is the sugya of removing something that is growing, that has a source of growth, and you are detaching it from its source of growth, obviously causing it to no longer grow, which is the case by hair that's growing. It's the case by skin and nails in most cases, which obviously there will be some exceptions. We'll discuss that. Fruit on a tree is going to be kaita. We'll discuss that at a different time. Now we're talking about on the goof of a person, okay? Rabbi Sai, yesterday we ended off with the three conditions of how to have a kosher comb and a kosher combing on Shabbos Kodesh. We said number one, Mr. Burr tells us you have to have a comb that has soft bristles that move very easily and therefore will not detach a knot because they'll just simply move away the bristle when it meets a knot. Condition number two that the Aliga Chovetz Chaim brings us is that you should make sure to brush softly. And condition number three is that you have one that is specifically for Shabbos Kodesh. Yes, Menachem. This is all like... I don't know. I, I, what I said was the halacha. I don't know if it's kula or chumra. That's the halacha. You want to brush hair, you brush your hair. This is the way to do it. Mishmur doesn't say it's better not to. It says if you brush your hair, this is how you have to do it. You don't have to do boy run Shabbos, right? But if you want to separate, you need to have the three conditions, which we all know at the beginning of Shinya test. What makes it mutter? What's that? A guy like if you're using a soft brush, there's no guarantee. If it's a soft enough brush, there is absolutely no guarantee. I will show you a brush that's a soft bristle brush that there's absolutely no guarantee. Can it happen? Theoretically, of course it can happen. That's called Dovashayin Mishkaven. It's not a psikresh, it's not bad, it's going to happen, you're good. No problem, we could do that at a different time. Let's move on. Rabbi Say, let's move on to different sugyas in, in, in this, in this parasha. Raf, are you with me? Excellent. So, let's go. Yeah? Rough. Okay. So like this. Removing lights, for example, is a very common shayla. Here in Eretz Yisrael, by the way, if you're zoicha to live in Eretz Yisrael, which is taka eschos, Eretz Yisrael, nitni b'yisurim, it's not poshut. Abba, right now, if you're zoicha to live here, it's like a valdig that we thank the Rabbi every day for having the ability to stay here every day. Nochatug, nochatug in Eretz Yisrael. Ah, it's Kavaldik. Oh, but one of the problems that you may encounter when you bring up your children over here, Zev, is lice, which is a big problem. I'm not saying it doesn't exist in Chotzlovitz, it does, but it's a big problem here for sure. And that is kids come home with lice very, very often. And it's a problem. <clears throat> now, what do you do on Shabbos Kodesh? What do you do on Shabbos Kodesh when you want to remove... We'll take questions soon. Let's go through the sugya. Let's understand what we're talking about. Azaria Eli, let's go through it. Everyone just calm down. Rabbi Sai, okay? Okay, so when it comes to lice, what is the din when it comes to lice, when you take a child's lice, eggs, all lice out? So the, 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 the person has to know that when you take out the lice or an egg, an egg, by the way, is stuck often, totally, more than the lice is stuck. So the way to do that would be is to hold the bottom of the strand of the hair, basically where it's attached to the head, hold the bottom of that, and then slowly with your finger and your nail, take it out slowly. That's the only way really that would be okay to take it out. Otherwise, it's almost a guarantee. 
One second, we'll take a question in a second. It's almost a guarantee that you're going to take out a hair on Shabbos. It's basically a psik ratio. There's no question about it, especially if you're using a lice comb. Lice combs are extremely thin and extremely um, hard and tight together, and therefore, obviously, using a lice comb there will be problematic. You can't do that on Shabbos. But the way to take out the lice would be to simply hold the bottom of the strand and then pull it out very slowly. You had a question? Yeah. What about, it's not Bayer, Shemin Salman said it's not Bayer. He asked the Kasha, and he said it's not Bayer because it's not considered to be a mixture. Okay? Why, how that works, we have to understand Hilchas Bayer, Hilchas mixtures. But Shemin Salman said it's not Bayer, just like when you take a plate with dirt on it, that's not Bayer also. Can you use a That's not going to take out lice. No, impossible. <laughs> trust, trust me, it's not going to take out the lice. Okay? Yeah, I trust you. Moving on, Rabbi Isai. Removing a band-aid for those English people out there. Removing a plaster on Shabbos Kodesh. What is the din? Now, it's a very, again, you've got to be careful. Hilchus Natilis Yadayim tells us that if your wound, or whatever it is, the cut that you have, requires, Rabbi Isai, Rabbi Isai, if the cut or the wound requires a band-aid, then it's not a chatzitza for Hilchos Natilis Yadayim. Why that is so? Ein Hilchos Natilis Yadayim. If it does not require a, ba- it does not require a band-aid, we're worried you may take it off during the Suda, and therefore it's problematic. It could be a chatzitza. So let's discuss a situation of a band-aid that is no problem of a chatzitza. I don't have to take it off because it's a chatzitza for Natilis Yadayim. But the problem is I want to take it off for other reasons. Or maybe it is a chatzitza, right, Zev? And I want to take it off because it's a chatzitza, Zev. So therefore, Therefore, what are you meant to do on Shabbos if, at the end of the day, when I take off the band-aid, what happens in most places, if I got it on my finger, if I got it on my hand, on a foot, whatever it may be, they may have a problem because it's going to actually remove some of the, the, the hairs that are in that area. And it's almost a situation that you're going to be taking off hair. So what are you meant to do? The Aitzah would be, Menachem, the Aitzah would be to take some oil and to pour it on the area, and that loosens everything up, and then you're able to take it off slowly in a way that it's not going to be a psikresha that hair's going to come off. By the way, just agav, we're not discussing this because we're not learning Hilchos Teufer right now, but if we were learning Teufer, I would tell you that be very careful when you put on a band-aid on Shabbos to make sure that you don't overlap it over itself. It's a locker that unfortunately people don't know. It could be a shalav and isa doraisel if he come up poiskim, that if you take a band-aid on your finger, for example, and you wrap it over itself, in a way which is very common, right? You got a band-aid and you, you got a cut on your finger, you cut yourself when you're making the salad, whatever, and you take the band-aid and you wrap it around and around. That means it's overlapped over itself. Now let me ask the Ola Mishaila. When you have a band-aid on your finger, yes, it's true that sometimes you may peel it off and remove it, but a lot of times you just take it off, which means the connection that you make when you tie it, when you, when you, when it overlaps, that's terrible. If you the Rambam, that's an Isadaraisa, because it's never gonna come off, and you don't have the heta, by the way, which the Olam are probably gonna ask, do we have the heta from Rashi in Sukkah Lamed Gimel? No. You don't have that heta from Rashi in Sukkah Lamed Gimel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. You just don't. We're not letting type right now. Okay? Let, let, we're not letting type for this. I don't want to go into the Sukkah. That's a problem. That means you can't put it on, on Javas. If it was put on a Friday, then you could take it off. That's okay. Put it on on Shabbos. No, no, no. Then maybe. Then maybe. But you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Okay? Rabbi, so let's band-aids. Let's move on. It's the same on Yontif, yeah. Uh, Taifas are the same halachas of Yontif. 
Um, okay, let's move on to a very side to a sugya, Gavaldiga sugya. We left off with the Shaila yesterday, and that is the Gemara in Shabbos Dav Kuf Memtes. The Gemara in Shabbos Dav Kuf Memtes talks about the following Shaila, and that is looking into a mirror on Shabbos Kodesh, right? So somebody yesterday, and when we finished the shit, we ended off with the Shaila, right? So someone was like, you look into a mirror during the week? So obviously he was familiar with Yeridea Simon Kufnun Vov, where the Shochanoch talks about Loi Silbash, which is the aloha of looking in, one of the alochas, looking into mirror, where the Marana Shulchan Aruch says very clearly, as far as I know, in Yeridea Simon Kufnun Vov, if I'm not mistaken, it's C base, says, don't look into a mirror. Chochmas Odom Paskins that way. So says that I'm more for the Ashkenazim, who don't say slichot on in during Elul, until right before Rosh Hashanah, that for us Ashkenazim, we can look into a mirror. Why? Because that's a normal thing to do. In fact, somebody was once with the Briskarov, somebody, it was a Meister show brought down in one of the Svarim, that they were with the Briskarov one time, and the Briskarov, before he left the house, Checked himself into a mirror. Right? Come and condone him. You find some stories of Desta before he went home to see his wife and made sure he looked presentable. Oh, but the Briscoe one time looked in the mirror and they said, Rebbe, they so bash. What's going on? So he said, no. Since the derech is that we use it for tefillin, because our tefillin shalroish, we know it's very makbid, and the balatanya, shulchan al-harav, how makbid you have to be, according to everyone, even the Mishapura, to have it exactly in the middle, to make sure you have two parashas on one side of your head, two parashas on the other side of your head. So zuk the briskarov, since at the end of the day, the derech, to look at the mirror, to make sure your tefillin shalroish, are in the right place, mimela, it's no longer, it's a derech of women, it's not a silver shayla, and that's why paskin, that it's mota, and right, so that's the psak of the ramor, right? Marana shulchan aruch, I don't know. But I do know what the Gemara says. Right, let's leave out this silbash for a moment. Let's talk about Shabbos Kodesh. What is the problem on Shabbos? So look into a mirror, Tully. What is the problem with looking into a mirror on Shabbos Kodesh? Can anybody... Shabbos, not like silbash. Shabbos Kodesh. Anybody help me? You're going to pull out all your hair. Oh, you're going to pull out all your hair. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, 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 oh. We're getting there. That's not a big Okay. Oh, let's see. So Rashi, that's okay. That would be very good. That would be a pus pimple. That would be a shayla makav a patish. What's that? You might do malacha. Which malacha? Rashi says chat Rabbi say like this. Rashi, you might build a raft. Rashi, nobody said it. Finally, you might build a raft. Taka, you might build a raft. Shimon, where have you been? Totally came up with it. Ah, okay, fine. It's okay. Rashi says, very simple, you have to remember that the mirrors that they had, Bizman Chazal, were not mirrors that were beautifully edged in a way that it's smooth and easy at the edge. Zuk Rashi, Rashi explains, Pshat, the problem with looking into a mirror is that the edge of the mirror was very, very sharp. Therefore, a person, some Pshat and Rashi, a person will look at the mirror, he'll see one hair out of place and that will drive him crazy. Right? There are people like that in the world. There are people that go for haircuts, that mamish every, no, this one hair, please, I need it cut, that's very, very important. I don't get it. Right? Those people that spend an hour and a half in the glasses store checking their glasses. I don't know. I didn't even, I didn't even choose these glasses. I didn't even choose these glasses. But just in case you notice on your glasses. I have Adim, I have Adim, I did not choose these glasses myself. They were chosen. Is that, is that true? Okay, fine. They were born in Flatbush. It's a whole story, by the way, with the glasses, by the way. Not for now. It's a whole mindset with the glasses. Anyway, says Rashi, we're worried that people will come along 
will see one hair that's out of place, go to the edge of the mirror, snip it up. Goises, Mimele Zukhazal, don't look into a mirror because you have that problem. Now, you'll tina, which is true, that nowadays we don't have this problem because Baruch Hashem, we're living in a generation where they smooth off the corners and the sides of the mirror. All many mirrors have a frame to it, obviously, in which case we don't have that problem, which I agree with. But what would happen if, for example, a mirror sometimes cracks in half and you use the other half of it, right? Which happens very often. I've seen it upstairs sometimes. It cracks sometimes. I'm going to chuck it out. You're going to use half of it. And if you use half of it, it's actually got a very sharp edge, which could be, Rabbi Sai, according to the Gemara, which is Paschal and Shulchan Shemem, that a person has to be careful not to use such a mirror on Shabbos Kodesh. Let me give you a practical example. Chacham ben Sinaba Shaul writes in Olet Sion Chelek Bet. He writes, where is this Nogeya? He writes a Kabbalah Gazah. I've seen this before, by the way, not by you guys. But there are people out there, right? They're very muckbed on everything a bit too much. So they take their knife during the meal on a Shabbos Kodesh, and they check themselves out with the knife. Right? You ever saw that before? No. La, la we shouldn't, we should never know such a much. Ellie's like, what? Right? Read this at those. You got a knife, you check yourself out. Chacham ben Sinaba Shaul, Paskins alachala maisa, asa. You can't look into a knife on Shabbos. Why? It's the same thing as the Gemara. You have a mirror. It's got a sharp edge. You look at it. You may see something out of place. Goizis, it's the same. Zuk Chacham Ben Tzina Shaul. It's the same thing. I asked. I asked Rabbi Zul Orbach the Shaila. And I asked also uh, Rabbi Falk as well. And they actually both told me that it's Mota. They were not worried about looking in the knife. It's not the darrow for a person to take his knife that he's about to cut his steak with and start, you know, trimming. I, I don't think so. So Rabbi Zul Orbach, Orbach told me it's okay. And Rabbi Falk Zatzal also told me it's okay. I want to tell Rabbi Sada Olam one last thing for today. We've got to move on. By the way, scissors. Scissors, according to this, Chacham and Selah talks about it also. That, Vada Osa. To look into, if you have scissors that have a very, very good reflect, like you can like use it as a mirror sometimes, you've got to be very, very careful not to, not only not to cut your scissors with that, that's a double posture because it's barzal, but just simply to use it on Shabbos, that will be asa. That, according to everyone, will be asa. Even Rabbi Zul told me it be asa. Because there is the day of to use scissors to cut. So if you've got something missing, you're just going to give it a cut. Rabbi, say one last shayla for today. Right, before we move on to the sugya of nails, which is very important. Okay? And that is, Rabbi Sai, like this. Where would this Gemara be very nagaya to many more people than we think it is? And that's in the following thing. And this I, this I discuss at length with Rabbi Fogzatzal in the following way. If you've ever seen, if you've ever seen a brush that is connected to a mirror, that sometimes you'll have a comb or a brush that sometimes it's folded up, and you'll unfold it, you'll open it up, you've got on one side, you've got a mirror, on the other side, you've got a comb. I think that that mirror would be awesome to look at, even though the edges are very smooth and nice, because it's connected to a brush, and therefore a comb or a brush that's got hard bristles, that's also used on Shabbos, you can't use that's connected to a mirror if I'm only using the mirror. Why? Because at the end of the day, what are we saying? It's like, say, you're looking to the mirror, and you make up to do guises. No, over here. You're gonna come to, you can look in the mirror, you can see something's not in place, right? It's over your mask, right? And then you're gonna give it a comb, which could be a shiny of guises. Rabbi said, tomorrow, we're gonna to try to wrap up the sugya of discussing nails and skin on your lips and skin on your hands, fingers. Join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Yes.